I always love when I start this up and it says, Max, 90 minutes. I'm not going to talk for 90 minutes. I know that there are those who do. I know there are those that can. I, I Well, I can. I could I could absolutely do a 90-minute podcast. I could, I could talk for 90 minutes. So one of those oddities, one of those things that causes me to say, ah, do a podcast episode. Um, so today I was interviewed um, on the uh, Sakaris and Price podcast. Uh, they will be or have already uploaded uh, the the interview. I always find that weird. You know, I really do exist in kind of a, a bubble, for lack of a better term, because I know bubble over the last couple of years has changed in what its terminology is and how we view it. But it is it is kind of bizarre to me um, how like I don't know that I've ever gotten used to being recognized in public. I, I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure I haven't. Uh, there was even recently, um, where was that? We were, we were out actually just in our neighborhood and I'm just walking down the street by myself, uh, heading out to meet with the, the, the wife and kids and somebody behind me, I heard say YouTube and, and, and mumble something else and and it was in my direction and I thought do they recognize and then like it's weird because it's like it, it just feels like it'd be kind of cocky if I turn like Are you guys talking about me so yeah I'm not gonna do that but it, it is it is never it's it's never a normal experience for me you'd think I'd get used to it that it's been so many years that I get used to it um you know Yvonne was with me the first time that somebody approached me that that watched the channel and that was just at, at a Burger King in, in Chilliwack. And guy just walks up to me and I'm like, okay, so watches the channel. All right, cool. That's, it's just the whole thing is, <laughs> the whole thing's bizarre to me. Um, the fact that my cats are celebrities is bizarre to me. I, I don't know which part of this isn't bizarre. I think all of it is. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it is one of those things. Now, all right, now I've got a video uploaded here. So just a moment. Morning all. And that's how I know the audio works. So every time that I upload a video, I check the audio before I upload the video. Then after it uploads, I load the video because I got to post it on all my socials and everything. And so I make sure that the audio works. So when people comment on the video, the audio doesn't work on this video. I, I can answer them immediately because I know it does. I'll give you a second here. You know, if people could see how much I hunt and peck on my computer. I, I never took typing. I, I can type fast, but it's all hunting and pecking. And I've been told it looks comical how quickly I type uh, while not typing correctly. I know what's so funny about that. Maybe it's an affliction. But at any rate, uh, being interviewed, it, it always makes me nervous. Uh, being recognized is always kind of weird. And I, I think I, I think that's just kind of how I'm wired. When when you're in your 40s before you, before anybody knows who you are or before anybody cares who you are, um, it it is it is a different experience. Uh, it it is funny because you know I only have to go back six seven years to to remember times that people uh, would tell me just knock it off. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't care. I don't want to hear it because I'd be rambling about hockey at work. So. What a difference years make. So whatever whatever it is you do in your life, the people are like, knock it off. Stop talking about that. Nobody cares. By all means, go out and start a YouTube channel immediately because you'll find some group of people that will totally get what you're talking about and they'll totally want to talk about it too because there's the possibility 
that they've had the same experience. Maybe that's what the channel is. Maybe it's, well, let's see, the current count is, it's ridiculous, but maybe the current count of subscribers is made up almost entirely of people who try to talk about hockey in the workplace or at home or at school or at camp or wherever they are, wherever they've been, and people have told them, knock it off, but I want to talk about hockey. Why are you talking about hockey today? And so these are people who are kindred spirits, right? But while I understand that I haven't made a, a podcast in a while, and I apologize for that, because uh, I, I mean, I mean, the podcast generates eighty-three cents a month, so that's 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 how much ends up going into my bank. <laughs> that's how I remember. The funny thing is, of course, excuse me. Of course, the funny thing is, I am paying for podcast hosting. <laughs> like I'm, I'm paying for the for the uh, for for Podbean, which I use for this. And I barely ever do an actual podcast. So I apologize for that. That's my bad. Um, some might argue, well, I guess if you're putting your 83 cents worth of work into it, you're getting your 83 cents out of it. But yeah, um, it's sort of like the web hosting. I haven't done anything with the website in a long time either. And then I just feel bad. And I just get into this point where I'm like, man, I haven't done a podcast in so long. I haven't updated the website in so long. Oh, man. I guess the good news is that when I do a podcast episode that it goes up on the website. Yeah, I mean, it automatically posts to the website, so that's something, right? <laughs> I always mean to do things. It's sort of like this summer. I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on to Teespring. I know they're just spring now, but I refuse to, to call them that. I go on to Teespring, and I'm like, all right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make T-shirts. I'm going to take all these, these weird catchphrases I've used throughout the year, and I'm going to make T-shirts. And has it happened? No, no, it has not. Um, as as much as uh, as I realize, there are a few that would probably sell. Uh, I, I think one thing that's important is always own uh, own what what others are saying as well. So if I have T-shirts that say "Stupid Hockey Guy" on them, and and I have them in various colors on Teespring, well, they'll probably sell because people who don't like me, people that do like me, would probably wear it. So you know, it could work. And then I could autograph stupid hockey guy t-shirts because, um, you know, when, when you're a little thick. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just, the whole thing's weird. We're getting ready for another season, of course, 2022, 2023. I was going to do a video today. I, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get this done on, on standings and, and trying to predict where I think everybody's going to finish. And I just look at the standings from last year. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I, I guess. I guess this team moves up, I guess. So I may have to look through all the rosters and figure it out. And, of course, the thing is, you can look through the rosters. Look at Ottawa. So we all agree Ottawa's done well this summer, right? Well, there's a contrarian somewhere that's going to say, no, they haven't. These guys all suck. Which is fine. I admire your dedication to saying everything sucks. But do we know that it's going to work? Like the Debrinket argument. The reason that I've made the argument that I don't know that Debrinket scores 40 goals this year is because he's been playing with Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane, one of the all-time greatest passers in the game. Absolutely phenomenal talent. Able to find the, the, the openings in the ice. And, and just the fact that those two work so well together. We haven't seen Debrinket play a game yet for Ottawa. So we, we can guess that he's going to have good chemistry with Maybe a Josh Norris, maybe Giroux on the other wing. Maybe there's some chemistry, but we don't know. So to me, I look at that and I go, okay, he's in a new environment. It may take him a little while to adjust. And I'm saying may because there's no guarantee, of course, there either. So to me, I, I think a 30 to 35 goal range makes a lot of sense. 
but then it sounds like hate because that's the other thing. There's the other thing too that, and again, looking at the board with the standings, because uh, I have the board with the standings still put together. I just I I'm kind of a coward about making the video. Uh, the the reality is that these standings are are going to change, and certain players that have been moved are are going to do really well. Others aren't. Same with rookies, but it's. It's weird because now we're in a, a league where 16 teams are going to miss the playoffs. So, I mean, there's teams that aren't really trying to get better. You've got Arizona, Chicago, and Montreal who all seem to be committing to rebuilds. Um, other teams are trying to come out of it. So for me, personally, I, I understand that if I say, um, and I'll just use an example here, um, not Philadelphia because their own fans don't like them. But let's say Columbus. I'll use Columbus as an example. Because I've been accused of hating on Columbus as well. Uh, the, the reality being that Columbus, outside of the upset over Tampa Bay in 2019, it has been an unremarkable history for the Columbus Blue Jackets. There haven't been a ton of playoff appearances. And, I, you know, I, I'm still kind of nervous about Corpusello being one of the top two goalies after the season he had last year. I hope he has a huge bounce back. I don't know that I'm betting on it. But, uh, again, if I come out and I say, well, I don't know that Columbus makes the playoffs, there's going to be the the vocal, well, of course not because you hate the team or you don't care, which is another comment that I see as well, which is, is kind of odd. Like, which teams am I passionate about? Well, I mean, that's pretty obvious to people who watch the channel. That would be your your Vancouver, your Boston, your Dallas. But then it depends. Outside of the top three, it really, really depends. Um, the The reality is that um, I I can be passionate about a different team almost every night. Uh, I can be watching a game between, let's say, the Rangers and Carolina when they re- they have their rematch, you know, from from the playoffs when they have that first matchup during the regular season. I could get really into that. And depending on the situation, depending on what's going on with the standings, and also depending on who scored, who hasn't, maybe who's in net, I might really passionately support Carolina in that game. I might really passionately support the Rangers in that game. I really don't know. So when I see a comment about, well, you don't care about an insert name of team here, or you really hate on insert name of team here, it doesn't really work anymore. Even Montreal. Even Montreal. And as a Boston fan... And, and in honor of my father, my late father's memory, I've always thought, you know, I have to hate on Montreal. I have to. It's just, it's tradition. It dates back to the 80s. My dad and I watching hockey together, me wearing a Bruins jersey and him asking if I'm really his son. And really, you know, it, Montreal, I found myself cheering for them at times. I have found myself cheering when they win games. I found my, and the funny part being, and, and keep in mind that, as soon as they've won that game in overtime and I'm doing a review and I'm talking about it, I know I'm going to see comments of, that must have really upset you tonight because I know how much you hate the Habs. You must have been so angry tonight. You really hate on. Or my favorite my favorite comment is, can you, you can see by the look on his face that he's so mad that they won and he's trying so hard not to flip out. Why? Did they hurt one of my cats? Did they steal the cat food? Did they take jerseys of mine? Did did they did they do something to our vehicle? Like I I don't have the idea of hating on a team. I I don't have a reason to hate on a team anymore. Uh, one thing with the channel is you know now I just cover all of, all of the league. I rec- I cover all of hockey. I I try to you know 
keep up to date on what's going on with all the teams in the league, which can be a challenge at times. But, you know, really, the idea of hating is so weird. Like, for instance, when I'm watching hockey during the season, we're going to, you know, in about a month's time, we're going to have hockey back. When I'm watching hockey games, I don't really get emotionally invested in most of what's going on. I'm busy, you know, I'm writing notes, I'm, I'm making sure that I, I can, you know, follow everything. And, of course, the note-taking, which I've had some people ask, why does he take all these notes? Because when I didn't, when I would just do reviews of what happened that night, there would be comments of, well, you didn't actually watch this game because if you'd watched this game, you wouldn't be saying this. You wouldn't be saying that. So I was like, all right, fine. I will take notes on every single game to prove that I watched. Whether it's 80%, 100%, or 30% of the game, I can prove I watched some of the game. Um, which, again, I still see the comments of, well, you didn't actually watch the games, but nowhere near as commonly as I used to, say, four years ago. Um, does it add stress for, for really busy nights? Yes. Uh, it's also the reason that I don't go to Canuck games as often as I'd like to because I know I have to take the notes. Um, I know that on nights where I go to a hockey game and I come home and I don't take the notes and then I'm still doing the review because you still have to do the review. Um, I, I know that those reviews aren't going to be as popular and I know there's going to be a lot of comments of, well, if you actually watched the game, your opinion would have been insert name of whatever incident happened and whatever should have happened in the game. So, like, for instance, this year I'm going to two Canuck games, both of them against teams from California. So I don't know that either of them are going to have playoff ramifications. First one's against L.A., early-ish in the season, and then there's one against Anaheim. The L.A. one was easy because that's the only game in the NHL that night. So I was like, okay, well, that game I can go to. But every other game I looked at, either it was a really busy night or the ticket prices were absolutely ridiculous. And there are times that hockey the ticket prices are just insane. Uh, whether it was against Boston that I looked at and I was like, that price is too high, plus it's a Saturday, so no. And then there was a Calgary game. There's a game against Calgary. There's not very many games on that night. But the price of the tickets is just so high. Uh, and I, I really feel for for people who are working a, a you know part time job making fifteen bucks an hour, trying to figure out how they're going to go to Canuck games. I I don't know. I mean I understand that there's the nosebleed section as well where tickets are cheap enough. Um, I know that the first time Yvonne and I went, we were right up against the wall in 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 Vancouver's arena, right up against the wall because we were at the the absolute back row. Uh, tickets I think were thirty six forty bucks. Okay, can I pick that up? Yeah, I can. So, um, one thing about uh, the new house, and I, I, it is it is a beautiful new place we're living in. We moved in May. Um, there are certain quirks with the neighborhood. So, we've, we've got one neighbor who rides a motorcycle. He's going to take that out at least twice a day. So, I always have to listen for that. The first time I heard it, I thought it was a helicopter. It was like, am I, is that a helicopter? No, and, I, and then I realized pretty quickly, no, that's a motorcycle. I'm just dumb. So... I, I hear, so I have to pause videos. There's a lot of times that I pause because there's there's noise, there's background noise. There's a lot more background noise I've found in this neighborhood than in the other one that I lived in, which is odd because part of the reason we thought moving would be great is because we're nowhere near a main road. We're nowhere, no longer on or near a main road. And yet it feels like I have to pause videos more often for background noise than I used to. Um, I'm not gonna pause the podcast. And there he goes. So that's about how long it takes. And then I have to wait, too, uh, until he's actually reached the main-ish road that we're near. It's not a main road, but it's close. And 
and then he's always listening to music on the motorcycle too. So of course, as a YouTuber, I have to worry about uh, copyrighted music, and it's too bad because I I would love to have some some kind of a theme song. Um, I think, and and Yvonne and I've talked about it at some point in time. Uh, the next time I talk to Mike Bublé, and I know he's been you know all over the world doing concert tour stuff, so I don't bother him. But if I had like just some kind of a and I'm talking like really cheesy lounge singer kind of opening for videos. I think that'd be great. Just some kind of opening 10 second jingle. I I think that'd be great. I think that would really pop. So, um, and it's something that I think I think it would be funny if if he worked on. I could even just you know get him to record it into my phone, and and just play it that way. That's that's the one thing I've thought of when it comes to openings because I wanted to do an opening theme. I wanted to, but it just it just it's never worked out. Um. I, I know there's bands I could probably hire. I know Sheepdogs have done a couple of themes for uh, Sportsnet. They did the one for uh, Tim and Sid, and then I think the Tim and Friends is done by Sheepdogs too. So, um, and that's I guess that's an option. I, I just yeah, this is one of those scatterbrain things, and I apologize. I really really apologize. There's people listening to this right now, like why am I listening to this? Bad enough I watch them on YouTube. Why am I? Li-? Or people saying I don't I don't even know who this is. Why am I listening to this podcast? You know, why isn't he putting this on TikTok with all those other videos about Jersey? Um, I do need to do some Jersey video stuff, too, before the season gets started. The funny thing is, I was going to do an updated look at the Jersey histories of teams in the NHL, because I haven't done that in a while. The problem is, the reverse retros haven't come out yet, and neither have the new alternates. So what I'm going to do is, when the reverse retros come out and the new alternates come out, I will I'll get them into the collection. And uh, and then I can do a team jersey history video kind of thing, uh, where I look at all 30, 32 teams in jersey history. And the funny thing is, Vegas has been in the league for five years, and already they're going to have had five different jerseys, maybe six. So yeah, and I say maybe six because you never know if they're going to bring something else out too with the reverse retros. Although uh, the gray ones are supposed to be their thirds this year. I know the gold ones are the main jersey, which. I understand people saying, well, that's that's not a great idea. No, the not great idea was the gold helmets with the gray jerseys. Put the gold helmet with the gold jerseys and we'll be fine. Stop trying to force the gold helmet, gray jersey thing. It doesn't work. But at any rate, um, yeah, the idea that Vegas and has a jersey history after five years is just insane. Because we didn't used to have ADHD when it came to jerseys and looks for teams. It feels like the the internet and just money in general has driven this this new market where teams are constantly either bringing back old looks or trying something a little bit different. We know if something's been tried that's a little bit different because people complain. Uh, I know I did a video, I want to say three years ago, where I was talking about uh, jerseys that I, I wanted teams to bring back or old looks that I thought would look nice. And there was a comment that stuck out to me, which was, well, why why should they do these throwbacks? Why don't they do anything new? And and my reaction was at the time that nostalgia's you know that's what sells, and it does. I, th- I think what we saw with the reverse retros and what we're seeing with this one too, um, the 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 seller that I use the most, uh, Ben Ben H Sports, of course for for getting jerseys. He's told me that the demand he's seeing for the new reverse retros is higher than it was for the last round. I think what happened with the last round of reverse retros was, A, it was a really short run. B, it was only a one-time thing. There were those that thought, well, they'll restock, and they never did. 
And so there's a lot of people that have have those regrets or didn't get a jersey the first time around that are really on it this time, and they really want those jerseys. So I expect to see more of them sell out. That being said, even though it's a couple years later, I can still find Winnipeg's, Toronto's, Pittsburgh's. Um, I know there's a couple places I can st- you can still get the Islanders, Dallas, Detroit. So there's there's still stock out there that hasn't sold from the last round. And some of those teams I just named, I think, are, are definitely going to have a better run this time around because I think they'll have learned from what didn't sell last time. Hopefully, they take the fan feedback and, and they, they turn it into something positive. Something I try to do with the channel as well. Um, there are Because there's, there's often the comments of, well, he doesn't take criticism. Sure I do. Uh, how else would I have innovated the channel to, to where it is? Why would I have... Um, you know, done some of the videos I did, some of the series that I've done, it's because people ask. Like last year I did, or no, it was two years ago now, I did the um, the series, the, the classic series where I was reviewing a series that took place all the way from the 80s right up until now. And that was based on a comment that was in a video from a year earlier uh, saying that that would be a really fun series to see, and so I did it. Uh, it didn't go over very well. The, the hit counts were, were not that high. But I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed looking back at old series. And I like to have those playlists on the channel. I remember there was a YouTube rep at one point that was uh, basically telling me I should drop the playlists that don't get as many views. There are a couple of playlists I've dropped from the channel over the years. But in general, I I leave most of them in place, especially if they're historical. Because you never know. You never know when something might happen. Uh, in hockey, which they say, oh, this hasn't happened since the 1985 series between these teams. And I have a video on the channel, and there's a playlist with it of exactly that. Uh, I learned that with the draft two years ago, that I did draft preview. Well, yeah, I did draft previews for so many prospects. And a lot of those videos didn't get hits until the draft. And after the draft, depending on which team drafted the player, thank you, Toronto Maple Leaf fans, uh, it, it meant that those videos all of a sudden had a new life. And I could take, I didn't take the day off, but I didn't have to do all the videos that day I meant to because I looked at the view counts and I went, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, I do check the view counts daily. That's something that I, I would recommend to people, especially starting out. As long as you see that on a gradual curve, you're going up and, and not, not staying flat, you're in good shape. Uh, my channel started out, I was really happy if a video got a thousand views. Uh, I was pretty satisfied if it reached 100 initially. I'd be like, yeah, I got 150 views on that. That's not bad. And then it became 1,000 views was was pretty good. And eventually the power rankings came in. The power rankings stood out to me because those were the first videos I had done that I would be pretty much guaranteed to get over 10,000 views on. That was it. And that was so all of all of the week would build up to the power rankings and the power rankings I would get the views that I've been waiting for all week. And, yeah, that was that. And and so that's part of the reason why the power rankings stuck around. Even when uh, people were being kind of mean about the power rankings. Uh, it, I mean, it's it's kind of a thankless thing on some level, but the view counts are, are nice. And so, you know, by extension, uh, they're, they're pretty good to my bottom line as well with the channel. Uh, I don't do much with them during the summer because too much of a good thing, right? Uh, you got to make sure that your 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 product is is geared towards the audience. And the other thing too with it is, like I could shoehorn in videos that I know would get more views, but I don't want that to be the only reason that I do certain videos. I don't want it to be, well, I did this video, 
uh, I didn't really care because if if I'm doing videos, I don't really care about people can tell. People can tell if I phone it in. So uh, as a for instance today, looking at the standings and all that, and I realized I, I could probably put together a, a video on standings and talk about this and that, but do I have a passionate feeling about it right now? Not really. Maybe it's just how I feel today. Maybe tomorrow I'll feel different, but eh, not really. So maybe I'll do a redraft. Uh, maybe I'll talk about, I mean, I've been doing, I did the number of one through five draft picks. But this is the thing too, when you do a playlist, you will have diminishing returns. And it doesn't matter how much people ask for it. Like people were like, oh man, you got to do a redraft. We need redrafts. So that first redraft I did got like over 40,000 views. And that posted while, um, there, there was, the, yeah, that was the one that posted while we were in Vegas. Uh, and that was part of the reason that I did it when I did it was because I knew we were going to be in Vegas and that I needed to post videos that I thought, well, these, these will get views. And I do enjoy doing the redrafts, but again, uh, the last time I did a redraft video, I think got like 15,000 views. So you, you watch and no matter how anxious the audience might be for a certain video, uh, if you keep making those videos, that view count will drop. Whereas with power rankings, that's not a thing because it's a current here's where I think the teams rank and people are going to get mad at me about it. So, you know, there, there is definitely that portion of the audience that gets mad about it. Um, but those videos do very well in terms of revenue generating. The, the power rankings are usually the highest videos during any month. That's not the trade deadline uh, or that, that, that includes like, you know, playoff style videos where it's, you know, previews for the playoffs or talking about what's coming up. And um, yeah, so Obviously, trade videos do quite well, but they don't generate as much as I think people might expect. Like, for instance, a video where you have, say, 50,000 views on a trade. In terms of actual revenue, I might make the same amount of money I do on a short, uh, on a different video that maybe has 20,000 views. Because that video with 20,000 views might have extra ads in it because it's a longer video. Um, usually the trade videos are a couple of minutes. And so what you get with, with the, the trade videos, you're going to get people to just skip the ads. Cause like, I'm not gonna watch the ad for this. Uh, and, and there's, there's people too, that still don't understand. That's kind of how YouTubers make their money. Right. Um, and, and so that's, that's kind of that tricky, um, slippery slope as it were, right. Uh, getting into all the money side of it and everything. But yeah, the, the, 20,000 view video will probably earn me more money than the 50,000 uh, view trade video. Uh, and it may not even be close. So the view counts might be through the roof for a video. And I know, well, that might generate 20 bucks. Maybe if I'm lucky, that'll generate me 20 bucks because I know people are coming in that are casuals that are just going to skip the ads. And so I'm, I'm not actually gonna make that much money on it. That's when I look at the subscriber count. So, so in, in that instance, the video with 20,000 views will probably gain me maybe five or six subscribers. The, the trade video will get me at least 20. Usually I'll gain at least 20 subscribers off those trade videos. So it's a trade-off. Then it's a matter of saying, okay, so I've got those new subscribers. How do I make them, you know, your your standard core audience and and keep them going forward, which can be tricky. That's that's not always easy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been a great ride. I've really enjoyed it. I hope that uh, for people listening to this, you guys have enjoyed being on the ride with me. Uh, again, you know, being on Sakaris and Price today was, was quite the trip because I remember watching those guys on TV and here they were interviewing me. So that's, that's really kind of an amazing switch and, uh, and I, I'm humbled by the whole thing. 
So thank you guys for keeping me humble. And hey, I uh, hope everybody's having a good September. If everybody's back in school, hopefully you do well. Uh, and hopefully everybody had just an absolutely amazing summer. Our summer was very good. Uh, the, the Vegas trip was great. And of course, uh, towards the end of this month, we're going to go see Ramstein in Los Angeles. Back to back concerts of Ramstein means back to back amazingness. And I am so excited for that. And if it blows up my eardrums, I don't need them anyways. So I'll be fine. Um, I would just, uh, upon doing videos afterwards, I would guess I would sound a lot like David Lynch's character on Twin Peaks. You know, the guy with the uh, with the hearing aids that screams all the time? Yeah, him. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so there you go. And I, I just aged myself with that comment. But I do that a lot. All right, uh, thank you guys for, for listening. Uh, I, I do apologize I don't do podcasts more often. I'm not, I'm not talking for 90 minutes. So just as I told the software at the beginning, I'm not going to talk for 90 minutes. It's not going to happen. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned. And uh, all the best to everybody out there listening in the internet land.